Chapter 4 of Winky the Wily Woodchuck, Her Many Adventures. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Winky the Wily Woodchuck, Her Many Adventures by Richard Burnham. Chapter 4 Winky in the Woods. The family of woodchucks huddled close together in the middle of the underground house of earth, in which they had lived so happily for many months. It was dark down there, but they did not mind that. It was home to them the same as your house is home to you. And though there were no tables nor chairs, no pictures on the wall and no piano, still there were things there that the woodchucks cared for as much as you care for the things in your house. Winky, Blinky, and Blunk had brought in bits of wood and stones with which they played. Their parents had carried in things to eat, and bits of these were stored in different places that Miss Woodchuck might call her cupboards. But the woodchucks were to be driven from their home. In fact, they were very glad to get out, for, no matter how fine a house is, one never wants to be shut up there forever. If someone closed all the doors and windows of your house tight, so that no air or sunshine could get in, I think you would be as glad to find a way out as Winky was. Do you think you have really found a way to get out, Winky? asked her father anxiously. I'm quite sure I have, she answered. I found a hole near a side burrow where I played one day. I could stick my nose out and breathe fresh air, and we can easily make the hole larger. All at once there was another of those loud rumbling sounds. It shook the earth, and the woodchucks, cowering in their burrow, trembled in fear. Bang! Down came a big clod of dirt from the roof of their burrow, scattering to pieces in the middle of the floor. Oh my! What's that? shrieked Blinky. Again there came a rumble, as another blast was set off. If the woodchucks had been above ground, they would have seen a great rock fly to pieces as the powder broke it up. But down in their burrow there was trouble enough, for a second cloud of earth fell, almost hitting Winky. If it had hit her there, there would have been no story to tell, for that would have been the end of poor Winky. Come, we must get out of here, cried her father, as the second large chunk of dirt and stones fell from the roof. Show us the way out you think you have found, Winky, for neither your mother nor I saw any way. Come with me, called the wily little woodchuck girl, and she led them toward the side burrow where she had seen the daylight peeping through. It was so narrow that there was room for only two of the animals to walk side by side. Winky went with her father, showing what she had found. See, there's daylight, cried Winky at last, and you can smell the fresh air. Yes, so you can, cried Mr. Woodchuck, taking a long breath. We are saved, I think. Still, there was much digging to be done before the hole could be made large enough for the woodchucks to get out. They were all rather plump, for they lived on rich clover. And Miss Woodchuck was really quite fat, though I shouldn't like to have her know that I called her that, for perhaps she wouldn't like it. We must make the hole large enough for your mother, said Mr. Woodchuck to Winky. It will take some little time. I'll help, offered Blunk, and, as he was a strong woodchuck boy, his father told Blunk to come up in place of Winky and use his paws. Of course, girl woodchucks can dig burrows fully as well as boy woodchucks can. But there was no need as yet for Blinky, Winky, and Miss Woodchuck to work at the digging when there was room for only two to work and there were two men in the burrow. And Blunk was beginning to think of himself as almost a man woodchuck. Now and again, as Blunk and his father dug to make larger the hole Winky had discovered, there came that rumbling sound, like far-off thunder. Farmer Toddle was still blasting. But the woodchucks were some distance from it now, and no more lumps of earth fell on them. 
With their paws, Mr. Woodchuck and Blunk dug away, throwing the dirt behind them. By this time, Miss Woodchuck and the two girl woodchucks had set to work thrusting the dirt to one side so that it would have to get room to get out when the time came. At last, the hole was made large enough, and Mr. Woodchuck could thrust his head out. He looked all around, sniffed to see if he could smell danger, listened with both his ears, and then called down to the others. Come on, it's all right. Thanks to Winky, we are now getting out of our stopped-up burrow, though I thought we never should. Let the children go up first, said Miss Woodchuck, and Winky, having found the way, was the first to follow her father outside the underground house, through the extra hole that had been dug. Why, it's black night, cried Winky, as she scrambled out beside Mr. Woodchuck. Yes, it's dark. So much the better for us, said Mr. Woodchuck. That farmer and his dog won't see us. Night had come while the woodchucks dug to free themselves from the caved-in burrow. Up came Blinky and then Blunk. Now, Mother, it's your turn, called Mr. Woodchuck down the hole. Up scrambled Miss Woodchuck. Large as Blunk and his father had made the opening, it was hardly large enough for fat Miss Woodchuck, and she grunted as she pushed her way through it. Then she came to a sudden stop, halfway. Come on, cried her husband. Come, mother. We must get away from here and find a new home. I I can't, panted Miss Woodchuck. I can't come any farther, Nib. Why not, he asked. Because I'm stuck. I, I didn't know I was so, so stout. Here, children, cried Mr. Woodchuck. Catch hold of your mother by her front paws and give her a pull. We'll have to help her out of the hole. By pulling and hauling, they managed to get Miss Woodchuck up and out. Then the little animal family stood together outside the new hole that had been dug. Down below them was their burrow, no longer of any use, for the two door holes had been closed by the fall of rocks and earth, caused by Mr. Toddle's blasting. Well, we haven't any home now, said Miss Woodchuck, giving herself a shake to get rid of the dirt that clung to her fur. What shall we do? Blunk asked sadly. Make a new home, of course, answered his father cheerfully. But where can we stay tonight? Blinky wanted to know. Oh, we shall do very well, replied Miss Woodchuck. This is a warm summer time, and we really don't need an underground house now. We can stay in a hollow log in the woods. What is the woods? asked Winky. Though the woodland trees grew not far from the burrow house, Winky had never been in the forest. Come with your mother and me, and we'll show you, her father answered. Follow me. Though it was dark, the other woodchucks could see well enough to follow Mr. Woodchuck. He led them across the field where Mr. Toddle had been blasting that day. But now the farmer was asleep in bed, and his dog was asleep also. There was no one to see the escape of the woodchucks. Through the clover field they went, stopping long enough to eat as much as they wanted, for they were hungry. Then Mr. Woodchuck ducked under a fence, the others followed, and soon they found themselves in a darker, silent place where the moon did not shine and where the shards did not glitter. What place is this? asked Winky in a whisper. She was just a bit afraid. This is the woods, her father answered. We shall be safe in the dark, silent woods. Now we'll curl up in the warm, dry leaves and go to sleep. In the morning we'll find a hollow log, and you can see what the woods are like, Winky. Though she did not know it then, Winky was to have many adventures in these woods and the country roundabout. Right about. End of chapter 4